Sunday morning, Kevin, Joe, Elliot. Let's call this podcast Sunday morning. Hi, everyone, and welcome to... Wait, I don't think Joe's... Wait. Oh, give me a second. <laughs> so close to my ears. Give me, just so give me one moment. I, would love, right I mean, you should... I wanted to keep doing that. You like the way we talk like this on podcast? <laughs> yeah, I actually kind of like that, yeah. Don't feel like watching movies, so I'll watch people guess them instead. I don't know how it goes, I think it starts with your All right, but you, you know what? Today's the day, man. Kevin, bring it in. Yes, we go. did it. We made Yay. it to the podcast. Sunday is here. Everybody's happy. We're ready to go. It's not. We have literally. no idea where Steve is. <laughs> like, literally. <laughs> literally. I, no idea. I know. Gone. I know. Oh, where's Steve? Well, Steve, uh, last night was at a pool party where they watch movies on a giant projector in the pool so at Brett Register's house. He's still so I think in he's the just, pool? I think he's <laughs> just, just still, yeah. Floating? <laughs> okay. Okay, good. He's alive. He's, he's okay. Um, he's been guys, AWOL. I know there's been a lot of talk lately of matrimony and new relationships, but I believe mm. Steve recently posted a hot piece of ass on his instagram uh is he going public with his or he's been trying to, to it out he's trying not to make it a big announcement he's wanting to just Oops. let it yeah he's trying to slowly just release things well just pretend i didn't say anything okay i can edit it out <laughs> mm, i say we leave it i don't no, think i think that could okay. be as loud if even if we were as loud as possible it would still be a pretty soft announcement People need right. to know <laughs> that Steve right. got a hot new ass. The surgery went yes. wonderfully. <laughs> wonderfully. <laughs> it uh, is wonderful. plump. Wonderful. It is luscious. It is good. Thick. Uh, Part of me, like, wouldn't be that surprised if Steve got some sort of ass treat. Yeah. yeah that would be funny. Because <laughs> I know it'd be for a joke. Like, it'd be for a bit. <laughs> oh, an expensive God. joke, like his tattoo that says jokes. <laughs> That's right. That's uh, right. Uh, Steve's new ass. Oh, well, love is that. in the air. That's what I'm saying. L- ass love is in the air. I'm going to a wedding today. Steve's wedding. No, just a wedding. Well, you're dropping new b- bombs on us, Kevin. What are you talking about? <laughs> I know. Wedding. Just a friend's wedding, but a young friend's wedding. A 22-year-old Ooh, friend's gosh, wedding. Super young. Very well, religious. Maybe you'll uh, make the next one that they do. <laughs> <laughs> That's a that's a joke on how love doesn't last, everybody. Uh, Welcome to the Sunday podcast. I want to play this for them at the ceremony. Yeah, Kevin. Well, good for them. Do you enjoy? Do you? Uh, we know that Steve hates going to weddings. Do you enjoy going to weddings? Do you? Follow? I haven't been to it. I haven't been to enough to have an opinion. So far, I've probably been to like two weddings, two or three, and they're fine. Like I don't hate them. It depends on how long they go on for. If it's like a nice, intimate quick not like super like procedural feeling then i like it a lot yeah it's very rare that the uh the ceremony will uh make better memories for an attendee than the old reception like we all go for the reception and hoping that the reception is banging but every once in a while every once in a while there's a good ceremony where there's just enough like romance and emotion and it's actually about the two people and not about you know the yeah. religion or it's like you go to somewhere it's like god did this yes Don't fuck yeah, it up <laughs> yeah <laughs> and those are the worst but uh every once in a while and i know elliot feels this way it hits you right in the heart spot and uh they're classy enough they're some are creative i've had somewhere like That's... they had them like the puppeteer do the um oh whoa uh be the officiant which was really cool like you, can have, you can have some fun with it uh i cry every wedding uh, that I go to. Really? Even if I don't know them at some point inevitably during the ceremony. I'm an easy sell on it. And uh, I do recall, Joe, that I believe you were married by a gentleman named Andy Mogren who was dressed as a Catholic priest with a very big hat. <laughs> he, was, he was literally a, a ver- some version of the Pope. <laughs> like some Roman cat. Yeah, something that yeah. he should not have been being, no. but it was pretty great. Wait, so he wasn't doing it as a bit? He oh, was it was trying a straight to be up serious. It was a straight up bit. There was there was no religion oh, okay, good. in our in our wedding except good. for what Andy was wearing. Okay. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah. That's great. 
I've been in a wedding before. That's a whole. That's a different experience. I didn't mind being in a wedding when it's someone that you like actually care about. Yeah, that's, that's fun actually too. nice. Yeah, you groomsman. You were you were you were grooming. Groomsman, that's right. You're a groomer, groomer. End of the line. Big big wedding. I was like the eighth or ninth groomsman. That's too many groomsmen. It is. <laughs> Welcome back. That's too many groomsmen. <laughs> yeah. We're here with we don't know his name. Number eight. How was Come your experience? <laughs> You're here because uh, you guys were friends a long time ago. Uh, Kevin, yeah. your your little cherub-looking ass seems like somebody that was the ring bearer seven or eight times. I was just once. Oh, just see? once. Once nice. is enough. Cherub. <laughs> <laughs> but I, was, I mean, that's a young, when I was a little boy, that was How, my... Is that couple still married, Kevin? Or did, was that a, also a kiss of death? That was a wedding where he also got married at 22, and uh, they're still together, so hey, good going record. strong. Yeah. That was like three, four years ago. So okay, cool. We'll Shout see. Out. I have officiated two weddings, and both are still married, and both have created life. And I take responsibility. I, it's like I take credit <laughs> for all of that. Like <laughs> that's it. I've got like a little chart in my office that I don't have. So this hypothetical. <laughs> Yep. Situation that I'm saying, I'm ruining by continuing to talk. But <laughs> no, I like it. I, I contend, Dig I don't in. know if I've said this to you guys before, but I, I contend that there, there's a point in your life where you start to like look back and you're like, did I affect people the right way? Have I, have I, have I done things that matter? And I think it's those moments where you're asked to like speak, like do a speech, graduations, yeah. weddings, officiate, be part of them. Like the more of those you can get on your like, your life's record, I think the, the the more solid that your existence is. I think having that type of effect and being able to be the part of those moments is a good way to measure uh, if you're doing things kind of right. I need a moment nice. like that to understand if that's true. Well, you I think you've other... had it. You've been in a groomsman. Like you're... I mean like a speech, though. Giving a speech or something like that, it would take a lot of courage to do that, and maybe it would be worth it. But I think maybe. a lot of people disagree with what you were saying joe just because think about steve steve hates anything about a wedding anything about marriage so he, <laughs> he wouldn't know. want that yeah i don't know i don't know if, if he hates <laughs> let's talk about it yeah. let's, let's decide for him <laughs> let's go ahead and, and <laughs> speak without his uh let's put words in his mouth yeah welcome though let's put words in steve's mouth he don't care. He doesn't care. Nazi. Steve loves that <laughs> word. <laughs> Elliot, how are you feeling uh, a week removed? Has the uh, has it nothing changed whatsoever? Also, you went on your. Did you go to Joshua Tree? Yeah, we did yeah, a mini. He talked yeah. about this Airbnb that was like epic. It was a crazy Airbnb. It was. It's been wonderful, and it has been. I will say. It's a big surprise to both of us. Uh, quite different, actually, post-marriage uh, than Oh, interesting. Yeah, it's been really nice, it, like in a good way. Like uh, there's just like the stress that's gone, a, a, a yeah. more comfort, just like this is you're kind of in your groove type just of scenario? Feels, yeah, it's a very strange shift. I don't know exactly how to articulate it, but it's very much like that. Now, the interesting part is we went on an Airbnb trip uh, to Joshua Tree, and let me tell you this, Joe. They had something in this Airbnb that is the one thing that I maintain, and we think we've talked about this, that every guy wants at some point in his life. It was, Joe, I kid you not, a secret room. Oh, gosh, dang it. Oh, that's so cool. Oh, what did you have to do? Did you have Did you have? They don't tell you where it is. I ah! walk in. <laughs> I look around. Immediately, I'm going, where's the secret room? And I go to find the fireplace, and there's a silver button on the side of the fireplace that just says, push to exit. That's weird. I'm like, hmm, I wonder what this does. And I push it. And it catapults you through the roof. (laughs) And I, no. Trap uh, door. Trap door. Trap door. Uh, Yeah. Slide. Uh, The wall opens up, and there's a secret speakeasy-style room with a pool table and darts and a big couch and... Uh, the, so cool. the, what's the what's the soccer game? But it's little men. Uh, <laughs> foosball. No, tiny soccer. Tiny soccer. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> and the then that so there was a secret room, and then there was a pool that had its own waterfall, uh, or, like completely built around it, like a huge like whole ran the span of the pool, and so you could turn the waterfall on, and there'd be waterfall cascading down everywhere, and little areas under the rock you could go, uh, and so we just did that for a while. So and you're telling watched... me you made love on the tiny soccer table. Well, tell them what other addition was there at the. There's also Airbnb. a lot of security cameras, Ooh. so that was kind of a bummer. Uh, and uh, that was kind of one of those things where, oh, they can see us. Okay, uh, so we'll be cool. Uh, we'll just, I guess, go watch TV and act like normal people and not be absolute maniacs like we would be doing normally. And so we watched uh, Jeffrey Dahmer, which was uh, oh. one episode, and it was too intense. And I will not be watching it again. It's uh, I think my- that's okay. Yeah, I jumped in and watched my daughter. My daughter's in her, like, true crime murder phase. Yeah. And she loves that type of stuff. And so she's watching Dahmer. She watched Dahmer, and I would come in and out on episodes. And it's it's by Ryan Murphy, the same guy that did American yeah. Horror Story. Yeah, I can't so it's do very it. Ryan Murphy-esque, but way slower. Like, um, uh, what's his name? What's the guy that plays Dahmer? Evan Peters. Evan, Evan Peters. Peters. Amazing actor. Um, is definitely probably That's not... what I think the biggest thing about the show is, is just well, his performance. Well, for sure. But, like, um, well, two things. That guy's definitely got some sort of, like, trauma from acting <laughs> in all of these Ryan Murphy things. <laughs> like, you can't do all of that and not have something happen to you. But, two, he makes a Jeffrey Dahmer um, acting choice that they really stick with the whole time and that choice is the slowest cadence of speech oh interesting ever and it's just like it's plotting and they stay on it and you're existing with it forever that for me the show was just so slow and and awkward and you're just stuck in the morass of dealing with that that i i was like i i don't want to watch it so that's why i was at but it's wow, a good, like it's good, good reason to back away. Good reason yeah. to not watch it. I mean, aside from like the hyper violence and just the yeah, just... I didn't, I didn't <laughs> like all the, I, I didn't like all the murdering, yeah, personally. But that being said, I, again, Evan Peters is an acting god, and I get it. But like so the good. editing and pacing choice to stick with it the way they did, it just kind of like I wonder what, yeah, why that is. Because there's been they, I'd watched a thing where it's like they kind of went through interviews of Jeffrey Dahmer, and then that made me go through and watch actually like watch the interviews that they were talking about and he didn't really have in my opinion that slow of a cadence really it was kind of normal hmm. yeah we definitely creep we switched it to uh after that there's a i don't know if you guys have seen the show i think it's steve carell's best acting that he's ever done but it's called the oh Patients. yeah i've been it's like he's a therapist that gets kidnapped by a serial killer and uh really worth watching and definitely also a little slow but the episodes are only like half an hour uh, and just great, great stuff. It's got the other guy. The other guy, I forget his name, but he's so good. Don Donald Gleason. It's uh, Ooh. isn't it? Right. He was in Star Wars. Is he played Hux yeah, Star Wars. in Star Wars. Yeah. yeah. And he was in Annihilation or not Annihilation? Uh, Ex Machina. That's what is Ex Machina. Yeah, and yeah, Harry yeah. Potter. And Harry Potter. Was he in Harry Potter? He might have been in Harry Potter. He he's one like of the Weasleys. Was. He seems. Oh wait, really? Wasn't he, he was one of the Weasleys. See, I think Grace you're said wrong, this. Joe. Yeah, no, Grace I swear said to the God. same thing. She swore that it was a Weasley. I was like, it's not a Weasley. And she was like, that's a Weasley. Because I, I don't like, think they, they're – the Weasleys are actual twins. I don't think that guy has a twin. That's Maybe? definitely not one of the twin Weasleys. Hold on a sec. Okay, maybe God, I'm wrong. Joe, you got to know your Weasleys, man. Come on. Get your Weasleys together. <laughs> Welcome to Know Your Weasleys. <laughs> Coming up after nine groomsmen. <laughs> Well, he's he's Gleason's son, and we yeah. know that um, one of the greatest actors on the planet, who was just on Damn. SNL. By the yeah. Way. Um, oh yeah, that guy. Oh, that's who. He, that's that's who, his yeah, son. Gleason. That that's his son. dad. Yeah. Now he was in Harry Potter. Gleason. Yes, he was. <laughs> that's true. Now we go. Okay. But not a Weasley. Welcome back to early on Harry Potter. <laughs> anyway, wait. So yeah, wait, it was a great time. What show was that one? It's called The Patient. The Patient. Hmm. Yeah, Steve Carell plays a therapist. You haven't seen ads for that show? Mm -mm. I've seen a bunch of stuff on it. And it's interesting. I wanted to see it, actually, just because of Steve Carell and seeing him take on a serious role like that. I mean, he's done it before. There's some good, good, like, you could get, like, the box set collection of Steve Carell doing serious movies. And he's he's good in it. He's like Adam Sandler. Like, he's very, take his blackiness away and... That guy has such an interesting level of fame to me because it's like 
a lot of people know him and love him, but he's really not talked about that much. He kind of like stays in the background, but if he gets brought up, people love him. Like everybody, yeah. he's great. Are you talking about Steve, Steve Carell? Yeah. I think it's kind of, it's interesting because how old are you? You're 24? Yeah, I don't know because you guys, Cause what's your guys' take? I mean, he was like number one comedy guy, I think, for three yeah, years see, there. I probably wasn't in the zeitgeist to know that at that time. Like in the in the in the the aughts, as they were called, yeah, right? in the in the mid two thousands, like he was kind of like riding high for a bit in the Judd Apatow gang, and then, yeah. but now, yeah, now he's just kind of after the Office kind of faded into just I don't want to say background, but just respected actor territory. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I like that we I like that we're using aughts. Me too. I, I feel like it's such a I, good term. Yeah, I remember when the time was coming where it's like we're gonna have to refer to these years as something, and uh, and remember like I guess it's gonna be called aughts. People would say like, no one's ever gonna say aughts. That's a strange thing to say. And now look at us go. We're throwing <laughs> aughts it. out left and right. Like we're just a going with the flow. Hey, you motherfuckers! I was right. He's Bill Motherfucking Weasley. Uh! Oh my god. <laughs> but nice. wait, he's not one of the twins. That's I not didn't one say of the he was. I said <laughs> okay, he was okay, a Weasley. You're right. you're yeah, right. he's not one of the twins though. He's not one of the twins. He's not, not one, one of the twins, twins bitch. I think he's like the older guy that shows up for a second. He's no. the older Weasley. He's the eldest. <laughs> Great. Eat now it. I gotta go tell Grace she was right too. Not gonna happen. Eat, I'll maintain uh, he wasn't uh, in it. Big ol' Weasley dick. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, big ol' oh, God. <laughs> no. Uh, I found oh. this book called 3,000 Questions About Me yesterday. Ooh, somebody's trying to find somebody. I, uh, somebody trying to find himself. There's literally, it's numbered up to 3,000, and you could pick a number and we could see what it is. That's a lot of questions. It's 3,000. 420. 420. Damn, dude, you're going early. Let's do question 420. What is your most treasured possession? <laughs> Dude, there's 3,000 questions. That's, that's going to be that's some shitty number questions. number 420? <laughs> no, you, you said 20, didn't he? I said 420. All right. Number like one. What is, wait, no, I can, I've, I've actually had a – I was having a conversation with my dad last night after the Mariners won their mm. playoffs. Hello. Uh, and made the playoffs for the first time in 21 years, and it's a really big I think deal. I saw a highlight of this. Um, yeah, but That's we cool. were—he t- was talking about his 401k because I don't know. Is trash right now? It's really scary. We don't have them. Our parents do. Uh, okay. So we yes. started talking about possessions and stuff, and I was like, and I was like, oh, you know what's funny, Dad? I don't own, like. I really have no assets to my name that matter. The only thing that I own. <laughs> Is my truck from 1997 <laughs> that I've had since 2007? It, it's literally the only thing, like a legit asset to my name. So I, I'm not saying it's my most prized possession, Treasure. but I am yeah. saying it's my only real possession. Real possession. <laughs> That's awful. Yeah. And it's still, dude. It's still going. What about? It's hold still on, going. <laughs> what about your children? I think I. There's a borderline world where I would get canceled if I called them my possessions. <laughs> <laughs> Not until they're 18. Welcome to my possession, Hayden. And here's my other possession, Jackson. Sometimes I let them out I of own the box. Them. <laughs> I own them. Uh, I own my uh, property. I, uh, they look God. a lot like me, but that does not keep me from putting them on the table for a little bit of bartering. Let's go! <laughs> Yeah, I like you, you just take one of you take Hayden to Antique Roadshow. What do you think? Dude, that's a great idea for a sketch. Holy crap. Yeah. Oh, no, I've had goodness. it for That is really good. How long have you had it for? I've had about 13 years. I've had about 13 years. <laughs> but then the uh, Antique Roadshow guy just totally like falls into it and he's like, well, it depends on what market you're in. If you're in the South American market, <laughs> you've got dark. a light haired, light eyed uh, specimen here and could go <laughs> checking the palms and everything. <laughs> yeah. Grip strength. <laughs> yeah. You see this birthmark oh, right on the forearm. That would the get birthmark so bad. 
the birthmark. It's, a, it's not anything. It's benign, but it will remove the value a little bit because we're looking for straight. It's a sign that it's um, there's not necessarily a defect, but it's not one of the original models. <laughs> yeah. Now we're uh, at we we do like symmetry in most things, but as a matter of fact, in humans, uh, we actually look for the little imperfections, and sometimes they can up the value. Like for instance, take your child here. We can see that the left leg is about. Mm, three millimeters shorter than the other, uh, <laughs> resulting in a very interesting gait. And uh, we like that. Okay. Unique. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Also, did you know the fingers are detachable? Watch this. <laughs> <laughs> Oops, I was wrong. It's like that oh. the dude that's like, this is worth five million yeah. dollars and then it crumbles in his hand it's one uh, of the, the best clips of antique Richard. i don't think i've seen that damn oh that, that sounds very sad and, <laughs> and he just he just goes oh, oh no. <laughs> it's All right, so antique roadshow is well one we don't talk about it enough anymore but two is it kind of like the precursor to the great british bake-off in a way just kind of like super laid back like put it on in the background it's enjoyable it's not as yeah. like it's not as um i would say uh what what, what how would we describe british bake it's not it's like just, dahmer it's not Heart like dahmer <laughs> it's a little I, different than dahmer i think people think british bake-off makes them feel good there's like a lift to mm -hmm. it i think maybe yeah. not that for antiques roadshow but i do like just the laid-back nature of it yep yep uh same with Great British Bake Off. It is really a wonderful show. There's, There's a really... clip of them who made tacos. Did you hear how they pronounce pico de gallo? It's very. I funny. watched that episode last night, but I don't remember <laughs> what they said about pico de gallo. They're so confused by it. It was like, like <laughs> they said it like pico pico de. They just said it so like English, and it was. There's a clip of it that you should find. Okay, great. It's was just it like so perfect. pico de gallo? De Gallo, oh, Gallo, that was it. Nice. Pico de Gallo. De Gallo. <laughs> de Gallo. Pico de Gallo. Which, lo that's what it looks like. Excuse me, sir, did you just rhyme shallow with Pico de Gallo? <laughs> de Gallo. Did you Pico say de, de Gallo? Gallo. Pico de Gallo. Do you guys, talking about antique and, like, treasure possession, do you guys have, like, a box? I have a box underneath, or used to be underneath my kid, my first bed that has like a box full of baseball cards from the year I was born, like a coin set from the year I was born. Do you guys have stuff like that? Or is that just a weird mom thing that my mom wanted to keep for me? I don't have anything from my, the year of my birth. Yeah, I have like 1995 baseball cards, like an entire set. And same with like all the coins from 1995. I love that idea. That's so cute. All right. I got something slightly like it. My dad, when I went to college, he kind of like went into super uh, nostalgic memory crafty mode. And he basically for three years, like he took all of the things that he collected over my adolescence and my brothers and sisters adolescence, newspaper clippings, uh, pictures, report yeah. cards, like all that stuff. And he made all of us like two to three super thick scrapbooks of our Damn. of our existence cool. together and it was really cool and i still have them and i'll cherish them forever so he did that and inside some of those i suppose the, the thing that he kept um other than just you know i've got like the the hospital bracelet i've got i was born with a, a rat wow. tail they cut it off and put a little baggie <laughs> that's in there like a bunch of stuff like that but <laughs> the closest thing to what you're talking about is uh <laughs> i didn't know that was possible <laughs> oh yeah i was like, it was gross, hairy little brat. Um, uh, newspaper clippings of the time we came, of of the the year we come out, come out that we were born. <laughs> it's so early. It's the year I came out. So yeah, I got that. And then it's interesting what you treasure over the course of your life. Yeah, I definitely don't treasure that, but I'm. Well, I just maybe one day I will if they cost a bunch of money. <laughs> Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> if it becomes a treasure, you <laughs> yeah. let somebody else treasure it and you go That's to the right. bank. Yeah. Um, but like I for the longest time, I had my box and I still have it somewhere. But I had a box full of like these are the plaques and medals and awards. Yeah. That I, that I won trophies in sports and growing like up. That. 
And I would say from like age 15 to 25, I was like, this is the best thing that I have in my life. And nobody (laughs) will ever touch it and I'll never forget about it. And I stumbled upon it recently and I was like, this is a bunch of heavy shit. Should I get rid of it? (laughs) That's great. Yeah. You know, it's Uh, what what do you treasure? Mm -hmm. The sentimental stuff does not. Yeah, it doesn't stick around. I don't have any. I kind of. Yeah. You shouldn't throw Nothing. it away though, Joe. You should keep it and and hold on and and put it around pride. Should I wear my like second place four by four hundred relay yes. medal to yeah, work you... on Monday? <laughs> uh-huh. I thought you were gonna say, "Should I wear the rat tail?" Uh, and I think you should definitely do that <laughs> or start shaving. If you started going into work. Joe, with a rat tail, I think you'd make a lot of friends really quickly. It would be interesting to grow that thing out again. I don't know why I'm so shocked by this. I didn't know a baby could have a rat tail. Some of those little shitheads come out super hairy. That's so long. That's like this long. Well, no. It was no, no. Okay, just a tiny little thing. It was a tiny little rat tail. No, let's imagine that it spanned his entire (laughs) body. (laughs) Just one glorious strand down to the crack. They actually lifted me up by it and spanked me. <laughs> like wrapped around your head twice. Uh, oh, it's wrapped uh, around his neck. Get him out quick. Uh, yeah. Um, what's the next question uh, besides my most treasured possession, Kevin? Oh, Wait. you wanted to do 420. That was. Yeah. What? Do you get it? Yeah, dude. You're freaking obsessed with weed. After I'm done. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> Uh, 420, this one's dumb. If you could ask your future self one question, what would it be? Lame. Yep, bye. Lame. I hate my future self. I don't want to talk to that guy. He's a yeah. dick. All right, well, have you met else, your past man. self? Because that guy, when I meet past Elliot, that's not fun either. Number 788, how do you feel about redheads? <laughs> I, well, apparently, uh, Joe knows which ones are Weasleys uh, and which you. ones are. Thank you. So, yeah, you they're sure all that? Weasleys. <laughs> yeah, they're all Weasleys. Uh, Until proven otherwise, they were all in Harry Potter. Damn, this is just like two damn. out of two out of three, something like that. Two out of three redheads. No, uh, two out of three. My first four girlfriends were were redheads. Were Weasleys. Wow. Mm-hmm. Damn. Really? Yeah. Was that intentional? Yeah, was that like a thing? Yes. <laughs> nice, Joe. Hell yeah. Back to Dahmer. <laughs> Absolutely. Joe is so close. <laughs> I'm still looking, guys. These are really not good questions. I understand why I haven't picked Are you disappointed in, in your... Time. I was going to say, are you disappointed in the purchase of your book? Well, I got this book probably like seven years ago, and I just found it yesterday. So that's why mm. I remember why I didn't. Is that book like your it. most prized possession? What's the three thousand? What is the three thousandth question? question? That's a great. There you go. Love that, Joe. How does this book end? How does this book make you? See, want I don't. 3, dude, I think they more? ran. I think they randomized it. Cause listen to this question: When you're sick, do you grin and bear it, or just curl up in bed as much as possible? That's the last question. I think you should burn that book on yeah, the podcast. You, trash. you want me to do it live right now? <laughs> so I'll okay. tell you what. You, you, I'll tell you what your least treasured possession should be, Kevin. That's it should right. be that book. Look, I. Wait, was hold hoping on. We could get is something there a, out of it. Is there an author attributed to this book? Yeah, let's let's uh, cancel them somehow. <laughs> what page are you oh, on? Oh, there's not. What page? Guys, was... What page? What are you talking about? Here we go. No, there's no, there's no like direct offer. It's just like a company that made it. Yeah, they just uh, algorithmically threw that crap together. Piccadilly. Hey Siri, give me three thousand questions. Oh my phone! Yeah, exactly. My phone just reacted. (laughs) It's blowing up. It grew legs. Uh. (laughs) It's making love to me. We're falling in love. Joe. I believe that um, we have a hard swallow of that water. You doing okay? That was a <laughs> thanks, man. Like that. 
Yeah, it was good. (laughs) I needed it. But, oh, hold on. Mm. Ah, Got it. Got it. Hey, Joe, let me try it with coffee. Joe, it's about, oh, okay. Let me try. I'll get close to the mic here. Oh, here we go. Get ready, everybody, for some ASMR. I gotta be honest, I barely heard that, Joe. That's hurtful. I'm a little disappointed. <laughs> Damn it. I was I gonna say, I believe it's time for you to read a piece of paper. Yep. <laughs> yep. Come on, Joe. Joe, come on. <laughs> Hit the Joe. music. What are you talking about? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Come on, come on. Come on. Oh, <laughs> man. I was like, what inside that joke? Was the first, that was the first time I think I've Joe just seen Joe go blank. Like, oh, <laughs> man. Oh, oh, what the hell's going on here? <laughs> Boys, guess what? It's time for HelloFresh. <laughs> yes. He knows Boom! It. We got it, guys. Hello, Fresh. We love it here at the Valley Cast, and that isn't mm. something I'm reading. That's something I'm saying. It's right. Hello, Fresh is on the doorstep. It's like, mm, I don't gotta think for three mm. meals. It's gonna be great. Mm. I'm gonna learn how to cook a little bit. It's awesome. Now let me read about it. With Hello Fresh, you get farm fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on Hello Fresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and get this, affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. I'm gonna choose at least two of these talking points. Let's see here. I'm gonna go with one and four. Let's see what they say. Subscribe to HelloFresh and check save money off your fall to-do list. HelloFresh is 25% cheaper than takeout and less expensive than grocery store shopping too, which if that stat's true, that's incredible. Um, You win right there, HelloFresh. It's (laughs) true. Uh, well, yeah, you're skipping the the trip to the store. You're saving on gas, which where I'm at is like six fifty. Well, also, gallon. groceries in general are going up. Mm-hmm. It's too much. It's mm-hmm. too much. And you know, there's something to be said for when groceries just show up and you don't think, man, I just spent seven dollars on this onion. Let HelloFresh handle it. Number four, where do I shop? Have your pumpkin spice and eat it too with a rotating selection of fall-inspired items from HelloFresh Market. From brunch kits to a fall dessert board, you'll find everything you need for all your favorite autumn occasions like tailgating, Oktoberfest, and more. That's cool. So you get to, uh, you can thematize your palate and uh, HelloFresh will keep up with you. It's great. Um, Last time that we had it ordered for my family which is a gluten-free family and we had tried to avoid pork um all for allergy reasons the yes. you can tell them that and they will send you meal kits that are designed to make sure no so, well, shout out to hello fresh we had um a breaded pico chicken last time and it was dash the potatoes myself Beautiful, Gallo. awesome. Elliot does it as well. Kevin does it as well. Do you guys love HelloFresh? I love it. You know what Grace did last night? She mixed two of them together. She oh my god! Like a, like Wait, do you remember? Oh my god! What'd what she mix? One, one was a spaghetti and one was a breaded chicken. She oh. put them together. Oh. It was pretty great. Oh, oh you should marry that girl. Damn. Yeah, that's what a great. Why you oh. gotta be so rude? Why I'm gonna marry so her anyway. <laughs> All right, here we go. <laughs> Guys, go to HelloFresh.com slash ValleyCast65 and use code ValleyCast65 for 65% off plus free shipping. I'm going to repeat that. Number. Go to HelloFresh.com slash ValleyCast65 and use code ValleyCast65 for 65% off plus free shipping. Uh, it's awesome. We really enjoy it. Uh, thank you, um, HelloFresh, for supporting the ValleyCast. And all of you who want to support us, support HelloFresh yourselves. It's a vicious circle of support. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye. Boom. Thank Nicely you. done, Joe. Been a while. Been a while since we did. Yeah, one. nice work, Joe. Can we talk yeah. about baby fever real quick? Yeah, it's really sad when babies have do fevers. You, it's tough. Do you do you have that? I was talking to a friend yesterday, and she said, when she thinks about somebody having baby fever, she thinks it's gross because she thinks that 
what that person is thinking is when they want to when they see a baby that they think is really cute they're like i want to go fuck somebody so that i can have a baby and i was like that is not what baby fever is <laughs> like i mean baby, it, it, how do you know well this is where a little bit of an argument came like in. it might be like on the checklist of like steps it takes to get but, from a to, to z but but I, I don't think you think i don't think anybody no. thinks about it that way <laughs> thank you i'm gonna send her this clip joe My, you're uh, the voice of reason <laughs> one, once again uh one of my favorite moments when uh uh, after the wedding in Vegas, Grace and I were walking around doing photos on Fremont Street, and people would talk to us quite a bit because it's Fremont Street. Uh, which, by and, the way, your guys' photos were very adorable. Really oh, yeah, beautiful. nice and candid, not like super professional looking, but still nice. Great. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And uh, uh, Grace's dress was awesome. I loved it. Yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah so fun. Uh, and so one at one point, this group of people walked past us, and uh, they stop, and they're looking at us, and they're about two feet away from us, and they just kind of look us up and down, and they go, damn, y'all gonna have some tall babies. <laughs> <laughs> Grace is like, yeah, all legs. They're just all oh. legs. And uh, it was very funny, but... Uh, they're not wrong. The baby fever, uh, I, yeah, don't, I have no, uh, I have no f familiarity with such a, a, a concept. But your friend, Wait. your friend automatically thinks... Like, somebody goes, she gets oh my gosh, out. your baby is so yeah. cute. I want to have a baby. I want to I I have, have sex. sex right now. She's like, no, it's gross. Sex. <laughs> it's gross because, yeah, when you see a baby, you get horny. And I'm like, nah, -uh, that's not what's happening. <laughs> but I just, again, another good sketch if the right people are doing it on SNL. <laughs> really good oh, sketch. Oh, just got baby fever. Wait, mm. I didn't know Elliot was against babies. Oh, I don't think that's true. <laughs> you just said it. No, 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 no. Elliot, Elliot wants a baby. You want a baby? At some point, long, long time. It sounded me. like. Oh, okay. Well, how much longer do you got, man? <laughs> uh, according to the doctor, about the my body is falling apart, and I have to do it now because I've already decided I have to carry it. Because uh, Grace doesn't want to carry it, and that's going to be difficult to figure <laughs> uh, out. Mr. Morgan, you're going to have to get on this right now. I was looking at your test results, and it looks like you have a bad case of crumble dick. Uh, your dick is slowly disintegrating. Oh, God. He said I had crumble dick, baby. You got crumble dick. Anyways. You I'm were go wrong. Bye. It was crumbling. <laughs> it's what, what, What's your uh, thing, Joe? The crumple? When you crumpling? The crumpling. Yeah. Yeah. But we don't want is it 30, 30 days of crumpling? 30 days of crumpling. <laughs> Guys, there's there is a there is a connection that I have to the concept of crumpling that is so stupid and sad. Like I really thought for years I would make it catch on. Like I thought for years if I, I mean, just kept doing it. If the plank could catch just on, keep crumpling. Maybe maybe the crumple could catch on. And it, 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 but I wonder if, like, five years ago, if David fucking Dobrik would have done it, oh, would it have yeah. caught on? Maybe. I don't know. I yeah. don't know. Maybe. I don't know. You can't force what... a trend. No, you, know? you can't. You, know? you can't. It's hard. I think people enjoyed it, though, Joe. I think you should feel proud of it. Oh. I'll, write a, I'll uh, release a book. Yeah. I mean, you bought 3, that fucking... days of crumpling. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally about 10 years. <laughs> yes. <laughs> then it would catch man. on. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you have to be like Forrest Gump it. You have to make you have to dedicate your life to this. It can't just be something you do for fun. It's got to be you need a plan. You need a 5-year plan. And when you got to talk about hashtags, we got to start utilizing the hashtags more. I don't know that crumplin is the right way to go. It might need to be crumpling. Depends. You're right. I don't know. We're going to have to you're, check I mean, it. Uh, you're right. Has okay. YouTube become unwatchable for you guys? Yes. I have not. I cannot get through uh, two minutes of a video without getting the, an ad. The only yes. oh. yeah, the, oh. the, the ad. No, yeah, man. I thought you uh, were talking about another concept of it. <laughs> and then, and then people go oh, just yeah, get YouTube yeah. Premium, and you're like, I don't want to get YouTube Premium. I'm, no, it's I'm like, like, yeah, guys, I've had forcing. YouTube Premium for like two years now, and I'm never going back. Hmm. It's the best. Can you switch between accounts? Like how? Like I I use different accounts when I 
watch. Can you do it all on the same thing? No. Why do you use different accounts? Like, For why some do you reason, I have, like, my main account that has, like, my channel on it, but I don't like having that. It freaks me out. So I'll use just a different one that's just Elliot, and then that way I can comment on things, but I'm not commenting it's not me commenting. I see. I see. You would just have to choose your most. <laughs> so, like, what well, I would put this. When I am verbally harassing people, yeah. I don't want it to get back to me. Will YouTube Premium take care of that? <laughs> no, I don't do that. I do do that on Reddit. I do not do that on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, I need you to start sending me your Reddit posts so I can uh, vicariously engage with you. Uh, that was what, on our the first night of our honeymoon, I introduced Grace to the... the 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 influencers that I like to make fun of, who are uh, hyper hyper fundamentalist uh, evangelicals and uh, and influencers, and uh, she was like, "This is the most insane world." She's like, "You're opening up a whole new world," and we just watched like hours of these people, and uh, <laughs> it was such a dark dark hole to go down, but it was quite fun and enjoyable. That's great. And, uh, she, she kept scrolling through the subreddit, and I would shoot read stuff, and I was like, "She's gonna end up reading one of my." She's gonna end up reading one of my posts. <laughs> <laughs> you're commenting enough that they're because you're saying like you you comment. get up there you get like top sometimes comment. yeah i got a couple i've got a couple zingers in there yeah and uh pretty, pretty i exciting. didn't know you did this elliot this is news to me yeah it's like Damn. my uh it's i, I it's fun too because every now and then i'm like ha, got him and then uh i'll forget and then i'll go check it and it'll be like all these notifications and people talk and be like ha yeah yeah and i'm like look at my little online friends and no one you know they probably Have think you... i'm a woman did you get? Uh, have you got a uh, death threats of for fake Elliot yet? No, no, I'm not. I'm not too mean. Um, but boy, just... that'd be great. I have gotten into arguments. I got into a really nuanced argument about Jung's something about Jung. Uh, <laughs> it went God, on for I like three. This. It went on for like three days, and I started just making fun of the dude. And he was like, "Stop! You're clowning around." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." And then at the end, we made we made up, and we were friends, and we liked it. And he said, "Oh!" And then at the very end, he goes. Uh, you should try doing comedy one day. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that takes balls to do that on Reddit, though. Reddit scares me a little bit. I'm always afraid of Reddit. Everyone's angry at everyone on, on yeah. Reddit. Yeah, and Reddit. smart. Reddit has some smart people in there. My yeah, favorite a lot thing, of actually Reddit. smarts. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just people that, like, that are like make good points. That, oh, yes. you were definitely a speech and debate kid. Um, exactly. My favorite thing to to uh, stumble across is the what is it poems for your sprog or whatever. What it's, those the... guy, it's a guy. It's a guy. There's just, it seems like there's a community of it. But every once in a while, when you're going down the comments, you'll be like, oh, here's a oh, eight yeah. stanza, really well written poem about yeah. the subject at hand, and it's usually oh. very smart. It's usually cool. very like insightful. Do you never see those, Elliot? They're cool. No, there's different niche things like that. Sometimes there's like a sketch, like a guy who does like sketches of like whatever's being talked about, or like there's a bunch of random people who do cool. that. It's cool. Yeah. Mm. Well, I'll take the lull in this conversation to take a left turn and let you guys know that I started a new job. Yes. Oh! Start, start a new job. Wait, you haven't talked about it live yet? No. No, started oh a new God. job. Took oh, two months, wow. got laid off, did that whole uh, bless it. search for a, a job thing, which is always fun. And I started at uh, React. Dun, da, da, da. What? Formerly of uh, Fine Brothers, but it's been acquired by another company called Electric Monster. And Yeah, uh, no more Fine yeah. Bros. I started on, started on Monday. And it's, it's a new world, my friends. How do you, uh, what is it like, Joe? I mean, like, you know, you, um... If you look at the past year, two years, you've certainly had some major shifts, some ebbs, some flows. Mm -hmm. How do you feel like you're used to this sort of constant state of flux, or do you feel like you're worn out, or do you feel like you're in the uh, a good oh, groove? I hate the state of flux so <laughs> much. Starting new we jobs, anti flux, is hard. It's hard. I think there's like I'm I'm an inherently. I think people assume. Elliot, yourself, Kevin, comedians, Valley folkers. People in, of our ilk are naturally extroverts. Like, Steve is a natural extrovert. Yes, he is. I think I am a natural introvert that once you get to know me, I become an extrovert. Mm -hmm. like I'm, I'm not like, I don't walk into a room and try to own it or anything. So the whole job search was anxiety-inducing. And I think 
after I did a little bit of self-reflection, I realized it's anxiety inducing to me because it's this concept of having to impress and sell yourself to new people mm -hmm. over and over and over again. And then once you do impress somebody enough, then you have to go into Keep that situation. Well, yeah. you have to go into that situation and then re-impress, reintroduce, get acclimated to a new group of people. And that just, you know, it takes time. And it, it's always given me anxiety since high school. I didn't realize it back then that that was a, a burden that I kind of had on my shoulders. I just would never feel comfortable in situations, new situations, yeah. new rooms. Uh, but then having that expectation of, oh, that's a boisterous, funny person. It takes me a second to ramp up and, and get to that yeah. and feel comfortable. Do you guys feel that way about yourselves? How do you feel about yourself? Oh, my God. Yeah, that's like 100% me, if not even like a more so. It takes probably extra for me to get warmed up and actually feel like comfortable yeah. in the situation. I feel like um, <clears throat> the closest I can relate to is doing a class, doing school, and then oh, seeing yeah. people in in person that there's like a always a level of like oh elliot is does funny things but i bet elliot will be funny and then i'm like so nervous and i'm mm -hmm. so just like uncomfortable and then i'll get like by the end of it i'll get mildly comfortable but i can't imagine joe because the i don't have i, I stay in the same environment so much that i worry that i'm like a too sheltered dog that like if i were to have to get a job and go in there and have to see people. I don't know that I know how to talk. I'm already getting scared and choked up. <laughs> I don't know how you do it. I really well, don't because it's like you. I don't know how you impress. I don't know how you put on the. The put on that thing that makes you go like I'm a person, and now you get to know me. I feel like there's not that. I have to, you know. After two years of the pandemic, too, it's like it's That's the same exactly thing. aspect like, of it. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely feeling that a little bit. They're all wonderful. They're all they're all welcoming and, and yeah. trying, to, trying to teach me the ropes. They're all very busy. Uh, they make a lot of videos and they crank out a bunch. So people have a lot of work to do. So I'm, I'm going to help hopefully lighten that burden nice. a little bit. But, um, dude, I was the same in college. Like when I remember going to college, I was talking to I have a friend that was a professor of mine. And we were talking recently. And I was like, oh, yeah, you were my teacher because he was also in improv with me after college. And then we were, we were reminiscing and I was like, oh, yeah, you were my teacher. And I was like, you were like my my uh, my 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 computer teacher, weren't you? He's like, no, I was the head of the computer department, but I was your philosophy teacher. And I was like, holy shit, I completely <laughs> forgot about that. This is a man of many hats. Wow. Yeah. And he goes and I go, oh, yeah, I remember that. Uh, I was like, what do you remember about me as a student? He goes, I remember you were very bright, but you never talked. And then that <laughs> that clicked a, a memory in my brain in, in college which is the ultimate like new environment every class is a new environment you don't yeah. know anybody every single time uh i i was so silent i would just sit in the back i'd never raise my hand i'd never really participate no. yep ever no but and these were this is gonzaga and it was small classes so more like high school-esque classes it wasn't like auditoriums filled with people um same thing. It would take like maybe by the end of a semester, I would feel like I got warmed up and comfortable enough to to participate. But then it always came back to performing. Yeah. Right. Do you know, like in speech class, which was terrifying. If it was a normal speech, I'd, I'd, anxiety would be high. But then I would like turn them into mini performances. So I had to do an instructional speech once. And then I just turn it into like, how do you turn this T-shirt into a ninja mask? And I just kind of took on a character. And that would make those moments easier because I guess I was stepping outside of mm -hmm. myself. Yeah, yeah. Do you do you know why? Um, fun fact that we it takes us sometimes a long time to get warmed up. No, but I would love to hear about it. It's because we, the three of us, are in fact the shy guys. YouTube.com/slash The Valley Folk for visual joke. <laughs> I regret diving into that. God damn it, Elliot. I was into that. <laughs> the shy guys? I was ready for that. I, I was ready, ready for, for like you to give some life. insightful thing. <laughs> and your fucking uh, ass showed up. Yeah, you know, I have a master's degree uh, in uh, depth psychology. Thank you. Uh, I was going to say, though, you were saying, like, extroverted. I think the three of us are the introverted and Steve's yeah. the extroverted one. Oh, like, for sure. All Absolutely. three of us are introverted. Yeah. 
That I can tell you actually. I just found out I can get licensed now to do the typology stuff. So if you guys, I will give you the quiz when the time comes, and I have to sit down ethically with you for an hour afterward to go through and find out what your general typology is. Typology gets a bad name when it's used for d bad reasons. For What's uh, typology? But, yeah, please. Tell can us, you tell us elaborate? More. Typology is basically what the introvert Is that Picasso? Maybe it is. I don't know. Um it's uh yeah it's personality types it's your personalities oh. and it's uh and that's where the introvert extrovert comes from and then you have like your dominant functions and your inferior functions isn't that yeah. like how's that different from myers briggs it's it myers briggs yeah it's it is myers briggs but it extends a little further than myers briggs but myers briggs I comes see. out of uh union typology yeah so it's could sometimes, you oh go 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 well i was gonna say only as a disclaimer sometimes it it makes people think that it's like putting you in a box but it's really not it just sort of lets you know what what your yeah weaker areas are like mine is um yeah what are my, you my i'm an istp so i'm uh introverted and then my dominant uh function is uh introverted thinking and then i have uh extroverted sensing is my auxiliary and then the, yeah uh the inferior is uh let me find it it's i think it's extroverted intuition i think something like that because uh, there's different they're all i know what yeah i've like read a bunch about that i want to know what joe is i'm really curious about that i'm infj which is supposedly the rarest Ooh, oh yeah i'm infj <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, oh is it the one oh. we brag all the fucking time <laughs> yeah Kevin? oh god it, like we don't effing know that you oh. are that uh, it's not like oh, we hear it every <laughs> single podcast jeez god uh, guys, there's what a bunch of assholes. ISJs in what? the world. What? <laughs> <laughs> what did you say you were, Kevin? INFJ. Ah, uh, yes. INFJ is actually what the majority of people at my school are. Hell oh, yeah, not, not, not that rare, is it? Mm. Hell yeah. Mm. How about that? Yeah. yeah. Uh, you are an introverted uh, <laughs> intuition. Okay. And then you, uh, you're not very good at extroverted sensing. Okay, that's my secondary. So I'm okay. Interesting. What can you explain, like real quick? The uh, like I'm five ex extroverted sensing. Extroverted sensing is like a it's literal sensing thing. So like your environment. So extroverted sensing is like a, you're you're aware of your surroundings and you're aware of the actual material reality going on. And it, it's extroverted, so it's going outward. Whereas in introverted sensing. You're very aware of what's going on, like in your uh, body, or you're Own very good at like, note note keeping. Like introverted, yeah, you'll you'll be very organized with your uh, your stuff. Mm. And then intuition is sort of seeing patterns or seeing beneath the surface of things. And then feeling is not really emotions, but feeling comes usually with the emotions. Feeling is more of like actual uh, what your core values are. And then there's thinking, obviously, which is thinking. And then introverted thinking versus extroverted thinking. So, like, a lot of cops are extroverted uh, thinking, like, because they want to they impose have to... rules on everything. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. It's fun. If you it's had to thing. guess without sitting down with me for an hour, I know this isn't moral, but what would you guess I am? Definitely introverted. Yeah. Probably. Uh, beyond that, I don't really know. It'd have, it'd have to be – you might be – You definitely are good. Like, you, if I throw you something, you'll catch it. I think he's a P. He ends with a P. Yeah? Yeah, because that's another aspect of it. There's the attitude yeah. and the... Uh, Judging and perceiving. amount about this. I've read a bunch about this. But only Myers-Briggs. I haven't gone, like, deep. And I've heard Myers-Briggs can be, like, kind of iffy. Like, you can't take it too seriously. No, no. What about... Definitely. What about enneagrams? Do you does that include enneagram numbers at all? I don't know. I've never. I'm not familiar with those. I think it all. That's another comes big down thing. To the same. Yeah. All of that stuff yeah. is just kind of fun to like. Be like, okay, I know what. This totally. Is. The, the well, it's all to like make you be a little self-reflective, right? Like if somebody's yes. like, here's some things yeah. about you that we see. If you're got, if you're dealing with somebody that's open and has a little bit of a healthy perspective and outlook and trying to improve and self-reflect, that gives them a starting point is kind of what. And also idea. like a idea exactly. of like, yeah. if you feel out of place, you're like, oh, I'm not as weird as I feel like I am. There's, this is like an actual category of people in the world that are similar. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, apparently doesn't, it doesn't ever really like 
change, but once you know your uh, inferior function, there's this whole thing on like, that basically is the thing that you're always going to kind of suck at, but that's the thing that is like you're a roadmap basically to, you know, becoming a little bit more of a whole person. Like I yeah. know that mm. having my inferior function, I can see where that's cropped up. And you can go throughout your life and go like, oh, I see. This is like something that like repeatedly keeps coming up. And that's that part's interesting. But uh, so, it's also, well, the, you, you know. Uh, the you Enneagram. Could... Oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. The go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> oh, here he goes. Here goes Kevin. <laughs> the Enneagram, the Enneagram uh, where it's the numbers, the thing that was cool about that was it showed like what how you act when you're under a lot of stress and how you act when you're like achieving like your wholeness and reading that was like whoa it's pretty much reading what i am when i'm stressed out and reading what i am when i feel the best and that was like really cool to like it puts it's really well yeah. at categorizing it yeah yeah hmm. i i need to look that one up because let me see so mine will be like it'll say uh let's see my strengths my weaknesses uh i can be initially skeptical i dislike being managed i tend to resist teamwork uh, I can lack confidence, and I when I criticize, I can come across as harsh. F you, whatever. No, I don't. Shut up. Uh, <laughs> You're a stupid book. Fuck you. Stupid. Yeah, you stuff, uh, stupid book. Why don't you go talk to Kevin? Um, <laughs> resist playing by the rules, uh, and then yeah, it's like it'll give you all. What, what did you say yours was, Kevin? This just gets fun. INFJ <clears throat> weaknesses. Okay, yeah. Okay, so you'd be hypersensitive to sensory stimuli because of your inferior function being extroverted sensing. Yeah, that would be too much. You wouldn't like, uh, like loud. You wouldn't be a big Vegas, Fremont no. Street fan. Which I think uh, everybody could guess that. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Overly intense, leading to burnout. Yeah. <laughs> get can get trapped in a desire to please. Would love to see it, Kevin. Yeah, let's let's see that per perk up. A yeah, I'd like bit. to see that side. <laughs> what if Joe's an INFJ too? That'd be great. What if I just team, made fun team. of every person? <laughs> Actually, you know, we should do the like te the twist twist online uh, isn't that big, yeah. and we should just do that for next pod and have Steve do it too, because well, I'd, I'd love like, to see what Steve is. Yeah, I have yeah. the real one though. I think that I can. I can. Send, well, I, can... I mean, I just didn't know how long that would take. Do we have to sit with you in a room? Gross. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, and not. Let's be honest. When are we going to be in the room? Who together? wants to do that? <laughs> well, just alone with Elliot. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Oh God, I know. I don't know how Grace does it. Anyway, let's keep going through your weaknesses, Kevin. Uh, yeah. Hard to get to know, but hungry yeah. to belong. Uh, yeah. You dis dislike of any kind of impromptu situation. <clears throat> yep. Job satisfiers, new starts, changing the system, facilitating personal growth, doing work that has depth, being personally challenged, empowering others. I think Wait, that all that's weaknesses? Like no, those are good things. Okay. <laughs> I mean, let's see what you do with them. But uh, Yeah, weaknesses <laughs> in the wrong hands, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Oh, Kevin again. <laughs> Articulate. <laughs> Able to sense deeper meanings. You enjoy one-on-one uh, -on -one conversation, as we just mentioned. You value theories, models, graphic organizers, personal ethics, altruism. Um, your name is Kevin. Is, you wear glasses. <laughs> yep, this is your behaviors under stress. You ready? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Is this Isolate. <laughs> Withdrawal. Uh -oh. It says right here. Withdrawal. Yeah. Withdrawal, Whoa. obsessing about the past, physical symptoms of illness. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Brooding. You might become defensive. You might cry and you might implode. I wish I could cry. That's and on I'm... that note, everybody. Uh... <laughs> please. Yeah, Thank you for great. listening to the Valleycast. <laughs> uh, Elliot, please send me a link to the best version of that test that I can take online. And I'll do it. And we can talk about it next time. Uh, we'll yeah. send it to Steve as well because it is all very fascinating um everybody thank you for listening uh fun update of um for the movie movie game for those that are waiting yeah. in europe in the uk uh i found a, a workaround of the vat registration so uh i will be sending product to uh your side of the ocean in the next week dun, dun, dun. and that'll take because of freight and shipping for to probably four to five weeks but what i'm saying is that we have coming figured it out and it will officially be coming your way heck yeah uh, i, I want to say very soon but uh 
soon. <laughs> yes. Uh, but yes, the, the the backdoor version of trying to figure out how the hell to get the product over there worked. So it'll be coming your Sweet. way, and then we will officially, I will officially consider it a successful campaign uh, because we will have uh, completed all of our fulfillment needs and endeavors. I love and that. That makes me feel very, very great. So thank it, thank you to everybody that was supporting it. Thank you to everybody that uh, helped get it made and bought it. Uh, that being said, go to our Shopify. It is uh, Christmas season soon. Wink, yeah. wink. We still have some product that needs to be moved. So please, nice. Um, you can help support us by uh, getting it out to the world a little bit more before it's gone forever. Beautiful. Hey, I love try HelloFresh. Give HelloFresh a try. Yeah, do right. that. Do that. Please. All right. Thanks, right. guys. Goodbye, everybody.